0: Hey, Connor. You know, so this this coming episode is our 10th. I feel like we should do something big for our cold open. What do you think? Nah, just start it. Okay. Uh-huh. DJ Redbeard. And DJ Morgz. We're hopping on the mic. because we're dumb and bored. I got the info. I got the tapes. Join us for an hour. Because you better off late. Listen while you're doing your dishes. Take a small walk. Welcome, everybody, for some home cooked ball talk. I'm um, Morgan, and my co host here is. The underscore Connor. Whoa. Right, good formatting. Good formatting. And this show is called home underscore cooked underscore small underscore talk no xx
1: 62 x someone else got you know the first 62 numbers before us
0: yeah um and then let's see dot w-a-v or dot mp3 or dot s-e-s-x for when i'm editing
1: i thought we agreed we were using ape Ooh. because monkey
0: Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> Reject humanity, return to monkey. Yes. And so you're listening to Home Cooked Small Talk, and we got a great episode planned out. Right, Connor? What do you think? Eh, could take it or leave it. Yeah, it is only episode 10, you know. Maybe one day when we get to 100, something special is going to happen. But that's all right. For For now, Connor, I want to ask you how your week has been. Largely uneventful nice Nice. yeah,
1: um, yeah that's a good stuff
0: yeah i'll be honest same with me just been working a lot you know um i'll give more impressions next week but i i pre-ordered the call of duty vanguard and got access to the beta so nice. i actually played like half an hour of that last night um but i'll have more more thoughts about it next week for sure. But there
1: was a pretty big Sony event this past week.
0: Yeah, there was. What was it, Connor?
1: I don't know what it was called. Wow. I just know they made a bunch of announcements. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair.
0: <laughs> well, if, you, if you're wondering, that event was called PlayStation Experience. <gasps> yeah Experience. And I guess they thought, hey, you know what would be cool? Doing E3 in September. <laughs> so that's essentially what they did now this this event was very interesting because they announced it and then didn't hype it up and usually i feel like they do the opposite and it ends up being disappointing because they usually only have like one or two big announcements or big games to show and the rest is kind of filler so people get upset but this time they were radio silent and boy did they come out swinging today or not today but you know they did for this podcast. They were like, Morgan and Connor need content, so we'll give it to them. Uh, did you see anything from the show, Connor?
1: Yeah. I mean, I saw that there was a bunch of stuff. There was Spider-Man 2. Not Tobey McGuire, Spider-Man 2,
0: but... Imagine just the movie. They just showed the movie during it. Aw, oh, dude. I, I wouldn't be, be upset. I love that movie. That'd be amazing. I really hope Tobey Maguire's in the
1: new one, but... Anyway, I saw there's actual like, Sony makes Spider-Man 2, the video game. Um, I saw there was some stuff for th- the new Thor, or, not Thor. <laughs> now I have Marvel on the brain, the God of War.
0: Yes, and here, don't don't you worry, Connor. I see I see you got some of this mixed up. You know, I'm putting you on the spot. But guess what I did for you today. What I made a gross list of everything. Fantastic. With my initial reactions, I give a thumbs up, thumbs down, or confused look. And I'll run you through it all real quick. I'll give you my quick impressions on every single game that was shown. What do you think? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Number one, we have Knights of the Old Republic Remake. I (laughs) gave this a thumbs up (laughs) based on the very quick CGI trailer they showed. I am hyped. I... I'm very excited
1: i'm just slightly annoyed that it's a sony exclusive well i think it's limited time exclusive yeah but. it's just
0: a, it's just a launch exclusive so but it might be a while unfortunately
1: yeah. mildly annoyed just because i won't be able to play it on launch
0: yeah i'm i'm curious about it i'm looking forward to when they start to show off more details about it they said they're keeping the story largely the same. However, gameplay-wise, should look a bit different. A lot of people are actually theorizing that they're going to modernize it to a classic, like more modern take on a Bioware game. Uh, and a lot of people are expecting it to look and play similar to Mass Effect. But uh, there's no confirmation on that yet. But we'll see. We shall see. Um, but yeah, it looks... It looks so cool. I never got a chance to get into Knights of the Old Republic when I was a child, so I'm excited to give it a shot now. Um, is that a day one pickup for you when it comes to Xbox, Connor?
1: Uh, Maybe. I'm going to have to see what I'm up to when the uh, game eventually drops on a system I'm able to play it on. That's fair. Because, honestly let's say it comes out two years from now i can't even guarantee i'd even be able to buy a ps5 (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know how bad um the console shortage is because it's not really being reported on as much as it was back during launch yeah but i have a feeling i probably won't be able to find one for quite a while
0: i heard there's going to be some issues with it through 2023
1: yeah well i also heard that they made a revision to the console yeah they did which is substantially lighter but it also has cooling issues now
0: yep yeah fantastic hopefully by the time it's available to the public they'll have another version out and it should be all good Um, yeah
1: i'll probably be able to buy a ps5 console when they make the ps5 pro or whatever
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, the the other cool thing about the knights of the old republic remake is it is a ps5 console exclusive but it is also coming to pc day one but oh there we go maybe i'll be able to get that way nice next game is called project eve connor i gave this a thumbs down not because i think it looks really bad or anything it just looks very generic it's it looks like a pretty generic jrpg Uh, although i would say it had very cool enemy design um i imagined like a very bland jrpg but with enemies out of bloodborne kind of like it was almost a little lovecraftian and everything so it was neat but it's nothing that i'm gonna pick up next game after that is tiny tina's wonderlands connor this is the borderlands spinoff yep what do you did you see the tra- the latest trailer for it
1: i did not i ironically own um all the borderlands games except for three on switch oh um i just haven't played them yet because i'm so busy trying to finish pokemon
0: swords uh decks sure so i i gave this game a thumbs up so the whole concept of it is it's more a fairy tale setting that tiny tina who's one of the borderlands characters is um narrating essentially to the player and to the audience for the whole game and when it was announced like that a lot of people thought oh like there's going to be some more fantasy weapons or like medieval weapons things like that but no it just looks like straight up borderlands in like the most wacky settings you can imagine and i was actually not very hot on it when it was first announced but the trailer they just put out looked really cool they just had some very unique environments and it looks insane so i'm excited for that one i don't know if it'll be a day one pickup but it it's on my radar for sure the next game that was shown is Forspoken. And I actually had this as a thumbs down, but I'm gonna have this as more of a question mark. I'm not quite sure yet. The world and the gameplay looked so cool. Uh, there are like so many different traversal, uh, traversal um, options and movement styles in the game. But honestly, the character design and the voiceover was kind of awful. And you know, in some type of games that doesn't throw me off, but in a game that I'm not 100% sold on, it really took me out of the moment. But we'll see. I'm I'm very open to this being a better game. This uh, this was originally called I think Project Athea Connor when they first announced it. Um, I think last year. Uh, but I don't know. did you see did you see any of this? I did not. I'd, I'd recommend taking a look at it 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 looks interesting i just don't know if it's for me the next game is rainbow six extraction and honestly i gave this a thumbs down just because i don't care about it it's just another variety a version of left 4 dead at this point and they they've tried introducing story hooks into it and just at being based off siege and pushing off from that point i don't i'm just not interested like maybe you, you know that game back for blood that that's coming out soon yeah um so that's like a spiritual successor to left for dead if i'm gonna ever get back into that type of genre i'll go towards that game not this but i don't know do you have are you do you feel differently than me are you um hungry for this game
1: Personally, not really. I never really got into Rainbow Six Siege. Um, That's just not really my style of game. If I'm going to play a shooter, I prefer more of an arcade-style shooter. Okay. Like um, Battlefield or Call of Duty. Honestly, Battlefield more so. Sure. Um, I remember my buddies all switched to Rainbow Six Siege, and I was just playing Battlefield 1. I'm having more fun in an hour of this than I'll probably the entire time I play this Rainbow Six.
0: <laughs> the um, the next game that got announced was an Alan Wake remaster. And I'm really excited for this because I gave it a thumbs up, first of all. Uh, but I never played the original. I have such a vivid memory about the original game, though, Connor. Uh, this game, for me, was tied to the fall of Blockbuster, and it's because the blockbuster in our town was going out of business and all of the games in it were for sale. And I would go in there and, and, you know, they they did this for like a month before they closed or something like that. And I would go in there. It was pretty close to our house. I would go every few days and just look around and debate whether or not I wanted to get anything. And I kept getting caught up on Alan Wake, and I just for some reason decided not to get it but it's always haunted me. So, now there's a chance to play it. Uh, It didn't look like there's a ton of graphical improvement, which was concerning to me for this remake. Uh, But I'm sure the lighting, which is a big focus of the game because your main weapon is like a flashlight, um, I'm sure the lighting is going to be improved quite a bit with uh, the next-gen features that are available these days. But yeah this is one of the uh this is by remedy the company who made control and this was like one of their love children like before they got super super huge and i don't know do you ever play alan wake i did not i know a lot of people are very fond of that game it's just not one i ever picked up yeah the craziest thing about this is it comes out in like three weeks
1: this huh.
0: was, yeah this is the closest announcement i believe but yeah that
1: flew under the radar
0: yeah yeah they they hit that pretty well i mean i know there's rumors about a, a remaster oh it's not a remake it's a remaster pardon me but uh i know there have been rumors for a while but kind of came out of nowhere once it was actually announced the next game is the gta 5 next gen port uh they they showed a new trailer for it um said that there's going to be a lot of gameplay improvements they didn't show them and then the big announcement was that it was delayed till march so i don't know there's not much to say about that gta is pretty awesome uh i might consider picking it up if it's not full priced. uh so i guess my answer for that was a question mark going on ghostwire tokyo uh i gave this a thumbs up this game just looks so weird, and the gameplay looks cool. Have you t- have you taken a look at this one? I have not. It just looks so trippy, man. I, I'd, I'd take a look at this. Um, I don't really have much to say about this. I don't know much about this game. All I know is it's first person, and you're dealing with supernatural elements, but it's not a horror game. Um, looks very interesting. Next up, I have the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I thumbs it down honestly it just doesn't look enticing gameplay wise and they showed off a lot more of the comedic beats in the in the trailer that they showed and man it just didn't hit once none of the jokes were funny i don't really like the voice actor who's doing peter quill um i know obviously they're trying to separate themselves from the movie but i think maybe they did it a little too far i don't know it's i'm getting very strong Marvel Avengers vibes from this game without the gross microtransactions and that's still enough for me to kind of stay away from now. Mm-hmm. We we did get a request actually though Connor this week from one of my good old friends at Hartwick College that oh. uh once the Spider-Man DLC comes out for Marvel Avengers and the game is worth like $5 uh, we should pick it up and play some co-op and have some reactions to it okay yeah so that's good good production note for later on but yeah uh you're you're not hot on this game either are you uh not really no
1: the really the only marvel game i'm interested in is spider-man
0: Ooh.
1: and i physically can't do that right now
0: it's so sad but so true the next game on this list was another question mark for me is vampire the masquerade blood hunt now the thing that's perplexing about this game is the original vampire the masquerade is a huge cult hit with a lot of fans it's this very weird uh vampire rpg uh slash like immersive sim so you're like interacting with this world doing a lot of crazy things and they've announced, they announced a sequel a few years ago, and people have been through the moon excited for it, but it keeps getting delayed. So what do they do instead of releasing that? They decided to make a spinoff kind of battle royale slash team fighting game called Blood Hunt. Uh, I'll be honest, the gameplay actually looked amazing. It looked really fun. I just, I'm not into these types of games as much. But, gameplay-wise, if, if they had, like, a free weekend to check out when it comes out, I will definitely be doing that. Um, have you ever been into Vampire the Masquerade or know, know much about it, Connor?
1: Well, you know, I know a lot about the original one. Sure. Which, that was a game that came out, oh gosh, I don't even know when it came out, but... It came out unfinished and it had a huge following of fans who pretty much came out and over years they made the game playable and have made improvements ever since and actually finished the game.
0: That's awesome.
1: And I know this is a very hyped up sequel. It's just I'm a little concerned because so little has been shown from it up yeah. until now and i also find it weird because it was originally being toted as an xbox exclusive and it's kind of weird that it showed up at sony
0: well this isn't the sequel this is a spin-off battle royale oh okay yeah that's why I, i'm saying it's, reason it's reason even more perplexing that they're doing this <laughs> they're putting this out before the sequel interesting maybe they're trying to get that sweet sweet fortnite money about a year and a half late i guess so <laughs> so the next game that's coming out re- oh, like very soon that i'm excited for is Deathloop, and this is the next game by arcane studios the people who do it, the dishonored franchise and Prey, along with a few other things i'm very very excited for this game it looks like it's dishonored with roguelite vibes to it um this it comes out next month they just basically had a launch trailer for it and showed off a little bit more gameplay. I I think you're a fan of the Arcane games, right?
1: Yeah, I do enjoy most of their games. I I am interested in this game. It's kind of in a weird boat for me because I've seen so many it's one of those things that's been showing up at conferences for a few years now, and I'm glad it's finally coming out.
0: Yeah yeah i might i might actually be picking this one up next month so if i do i will give my impressions on it looks cool next one very strange was they announced for the big anniversary of the kid a album by radiohead they're doing a virtual exhibit for it uh put on by epic games i don't really have any opinions about it i mean it doesn't look like it's a game more just like a curated experience for fans of the album but so yeah it was a little strange to throw in here but uh the next one i don't know how to pronounce this chia uh, chia T'chaya? i don't know either way uh it gives gets a huge thumbs up for me this looked amazing uh i don't know about gameplay wise but it was just stunning artistically uh if you haven't had a chance to look at the trailer yet i'd strongly recommend anyone to the spelling is t-c-h-i-a and it looks like you two play as two little friends on this huge island and you like possess uh different animals and creatures uh to traverse around the island and yeah again i don't know what the gameplay is actually like or what what your goal is but it just looked so beautiful so that gets a thumbs up from me connor i'm assuming you, n- you didn't hear about this one <laughs> I did not.
1: The only ones I saw were the big
0: ones that oh, got okay. trending on Twitter. Sure, sure. Well, t- take a look at that one, uh, j- even just for the art style itself. The only part about the art style that I thought was bad was the actual two, the two characters in the game, but <laughs> the actual world was stunning. Isn't that the most important thing you need to make look good? You'd like to think so, but I feel like a lot of developers pretend that's not the case, <laughs> but next one they showed off is another pair of remasters they're uh porting and remastering uncharted 4 and the lost legacy to ps5 and pc i don't know not much to say i give it a thumbs up uh the games were the original games were great and graphically they just looked even better than they have before uh coming up we're coming up on the big ones connor but with one meh in the middle the first big one that was shown off it was a great tease we, we start with this sprawling scene in a bar with a lot of dead people on the floor or at least gravely injured uh, we get to the head of the bar and there's a man very hairy man sitting there just waiting around and he's got bloody knuckles you hear someone wake up behind him and like come uh, open up a knife and get ready to attack him and all you see is the claws come out of this man's knuckles and you realize oh wolverine is in the new spider-man game but wait no he's not it's a wolverine game made by insomniac man i i mean they showed off nothing for it but the fact that this game is coming out has my hype levels through the roof yeah that's crazy i thought this was such a good uh tease be because before they showed this trailer like the in- beginning of this trailer was Insomniac and Marvel together and you're like oh great this is the trailer for a new Spider-Man right like that's got to be your instant reaction to it like how are they making another Marvel game it's it's insane man their workload lately has been crazy and they've been putting out nothing but bangers you know i'm actually shocked that disney
1: gave them the okay to use wolverine yeah part of me thinks that must have been part of the bargaining that got spider-man
0: able to return to the mcu for sure well it's fascinating because they at least own wolverine now because they bought out fox so they have the rights to all of those properties the thing i'm curious about is if this is going to be a shared insomniac marvel universe but i guess we'll get into that once they start showing off more from these games in the future but licensing wise it's going to be interesting because you know disney doesn't own spider-man quite the same way that they own wolverine at this point but yeah But anyway i'm so excited for this game my my uh, reaction was another insomniac marvel game omg that's actually what i wrote down i was fangirling over it Uh, (laughs) um next thing after that this is the meh and strictly because i don't care about it but i'm sure this will be a great game for people who do care is uh gran turismo 7. um they showed it off the graphics are incredible i mean it's almost photorealistic at this point i just don't care about realistic racing sims man i know this is for some people and for them i'm i'm happy for you because this looks like the best of the best but for me um i'm just gonna pass all right here we go the last two connor the big boys we have spider-man 2 connor in this trailer they showed off they confirm miles morales coming back they you heard the voice of the mysterious craven throughout the trailer and then finally the big reveal what's been teased from Marvel's spider-man the original and from miles morales venom is going to be a major player in this game (laughs) the the only sad thing it's coming out in 2023 as of now that's fine Make it good. Make it amazing. I'm so excited for this. Uh, in one of their blog posts, they mentioned that this is another single-player adventure. Honestly, I'm kind of happy about it. I don't want co-op in this. I'm I'm good with just some big uh, single-player uh, superhero games right now.
1: What? Oh, it'd be so cool if you had the option to have one of you be Peter and one of you be Miles and swing around together.
0: It would be cool in theory. I just... I feel like they they took such care in the making sure the story was good in the last two games, that I'd like hope that if they decided to ever do co op that it wouldn't hurt the story.
1: I think they could do it where it doesn't impact the story at all, if especially if both characters are present throughout the whole story.
0: Well, that's that's the thing. I don't. I doubt they will be. Like I'm sure you'll be pl- You'll be going in and out between the two of them. And I mean, potentially, and this is where the co-op would make sense is essentially having one of them be like an extra move set on your current player. So if they did something like that, then co-op, I think would make complete sense in a combat situation. But I don't know. I think they could do it. I'm just I don't know. I I'm happier story wise that that's not the case, at least with the original announcement that they just made but whatever i'm excited it looks so good venom the venom design is classic like old comic book venom with the huge ridiculous eyes and mouth i don't know (laughs) i I mean the cool part is you might there's a chance you'll have a ps5 by the time this comes out and it is a ps5 exclusive that's the other big thing miles morales was a cross-gen game so this will be their first big uh marvel game in the next gen so i was gonna say their first big game but they also did ratchet and clank i have to ask morgan yes are they going to keep the replaced peter parker i think they will i yeah they will because that was the whole thing they replaced him so that it would make sense for miles morales because they wanted him to look younger I mean yeah yeah they wanted him to look younger and some more uh similar to the um the Tom Holland version just for marketing purposes but I I think they will I don't know I got over it after I played the remaster cuz um I I bought like the bundle that came with Miles Morales and the remastered version of Spider-Man um and I don't know. I'm over it at this point. It was very weird when that happened, but all right. They just replaced an actor, not because the actor did anything
1: wrong, but because they decided they didn't like the look of the actor.
0: Well, the voice actor is the same.
1: Oh, I know, but the body. Oh, well,
0: yeah. Actor. Yeah. I mean, he still, he's still got his bucks. I'm assuming I'd hope so, but coming up next, the big finale to the show they finally confirmed the name we've all been expecting god of war ragnarok boy 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 this gets all the thumbs ups from me honestly i don't even think this trailer looked amazing i'm just hyped for the game there was a few things a few takeaways from this trailer though that i wanted to talk about one uh there was a frog monster enemy in it and it was very cute but it's dead now. Um, Atreus is older. That's cool. There was a bobsled in this trailer. Are you kidding me? Like, that's amazing. I wanna see? I want to see um, Kratos ride in with some doggies. Like, that's amazing. I need more of that content in our modern games. And then finally, Connor. We had Thick Daddy Thor. <laughs> Thick Daddy that's the emoji in my um notes that was the like the eyes popped like whoa <laughs> i i think i'm happy that they're going in a very different direction for thor's design than like modern pop culture dad bod thor dad bod thor man i don't know this game's gonna be cool it's weird it's gonna be a cross-gen game so i don't expect it to look much better than the original god of war which i well the original god of war 4 i should say that is just titled god of war um but that's okay i mean the graphics for that game were amazing and yeah i'm excited for this they they did announce that it's going to be the conclusion to the north saga that they're doing which is neat because originally they kind of teased it as a trilogy before they moved on to something else. So maybe they're just ready to get out of it. There's a lot of rumors that the e- Egyptian gods are going to be the focus of the next game after this. But we'll see. I don't know. Uh what are your thoughts on this one? Um, you know,
1: I've only ever played the first two God of War games, because I have a PlayStation 2. Okay. But, you know, I know they're completely different gameplay-wise from the... I'm not even going to call it a reboot. Eh, Maybe a soft reboot?
0: Yeah. I guess a soft reboot would be fair. But... I honestly i think it's got
1: War four for for all intents and purposes
0: oh i mean it, it it is a sequel it's just they set it up where context of the originals is great and all but you don't necessarily need it to get enjoyment out of this game yeah even it, though it's very story heavy it's also
1: a uh, completely different gameplay wise game but For all intents and purposes, I'm very impressed with what I've seen from the first game, and the second game also has me intrigued.
0: Nice. Yeah, I would, whenever you get a PlayStation console, I would definitely recommend checking out God of War, uh, whatever year, 2019, 2018, whatever that was. Definitely recommend it. Uh, so that's it for the PlayStation experience, man. Uh, overall, uh, I was pretty impressed by it. For, for the lack of hype they themselves brewed up for this conference, I think they really delivered. Uh, I would actually say this was one of my favorite uh, conferences from, like, this whole E3-ish period. What do you think? Pretty impressed with what's come out. Yeah. You know, gonna be a lot of stuff to pick up later on. Um, but enough about video games, Connor. There's two more things I wanted to rant about in today's appetizers. Well, Not rant. Well, one of them's a rant. One of them's a rave. We'll start with the good. Let's rave. Connor, we both saw Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, correct? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, Don't you haven't seen anything. it? No. Oh, no. All right. We won't talk about it then. I loved it. That's that's my <laughs> that's my first it looks impressions.
1: Good. I've heard great things. It, it I was... saw the scores. <laughs> I, I haven't been able to see it.
0: Tell me nothing. I will not. I will tell you one thing. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Moving on. <laughs> My last thing. Connor, I am in shambles. My favorite sports team, the New York Yankees, is one of the streakiest teams in sports history at this point this year. Uh, they, they've never been mediocre. They've either been amazing or absolutely terrible all year long. They've gone on winning streaks. They've gone on losing streaks. Connor, the last batch, they won Uh, last month. They went on a 13-game win streak, won a game, lost a game, won a game, lost a game, and then they lost thir- they've lost seven in a row as of recording now. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know. My heart is being pulled in every single direction, and I know you're not a huge sports fan, but I needed to share the, the trouble is going on in my heart
1: how do you go from they need to change their drinking water or something they my do goodness.
0: they need they need um they need um michael jordan's special drink seriously but good Wait, gosh. No,
1: no 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 they don't need that that helps with basketball that clearly oh, does nothing for
0: baseball that's fair that's fair oh yeah <laughs> That that that's probably what they have been drinking every <laughs> <laughs> stop it get bill murray <laughs>
1: It's fair. Little Mary will help you as long as you don't go up against the Cubs.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so I just wanted to share my anguish with sports, but we'll move on. It's time for the main course. And we still don't have this segment named, and that's okay. But you brought some food to share live on air today. Cue the ASMR. I did. What do you bring for us?
1: So, they are a new type of Doritos, I think. They don't have a new tag on them, but I've never seen them before.
0: Any guess
1: what the flavor is?
0: Okay, so the special thing is it's a new, like, it's a unique flavor? Yes. Okay. Um, hmm. It's not like the sweet chili one, is it? No, no. I've had those before. Okay. Um... Oh, you know what? didn't did they just put out like a sour cream and onion one? Not that I'm aware of. okay. I'm I'm at Austin. I have no idea. Tangy pickle. Oh Oh, Tangy pickle. what?
1: Yeah, Tangy pickle. I never thought Doritos would come out with such a thing.
0: Wow. Well, let's see. You know, I was going to make a really inappropriate joke, but we are not rated explicit on this podcast, so I'm going to withhold from making it. Connor, let's hear your first reaction and impressions to Tangy Pickle.
1: I've actually always wanted salt and vinegar Doritos. So maybe they'll make salt and vinegar ones now. Wow. Wow. I opened it, and my nose is immediately barraged with dill pickle seasoning smell.
0: Oh. Do you like that smell? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I like dill pickle seasoning and smell. It's just... It's very pungent. Yeah. It's a lot stronger, actually, than... Like, a normal bag of pickle chips.
0: Hmm. Okay. Now, do the Doritos look any different? Are they colored differently?
1: Um, you know, I actually expected them to be green. They are, honestly, they look like they're unflavored Doritos. Oh. They, uh, yeah, they they look
0: like just Tostitos. That's really strange. Well, I hope they taste like something. I I mean, I know they smell pretty pungent, but.
1: Yeah, they smell just like, honestly. Like, I I can smell the corn Mm -hmm. and the dill pickle, so it smells exactly like a Tostito that got covered in pickle.
0: Oh. So, anywho, going in the mouth. Okay, crunch is still there, confirmed. Okay, okay. Yeah. It tastes exactly like that. Wow. Uh, that's, that's interesting. It tastes... Yeah,
1: like, you know the distinct flavor of a Tostitos, like, hint of lime chip?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It tastes exactly like that, but there's also pickle.
0: Oh, and do you like that combination? Is this something you enjoy? You know i probably wouldn't buy these to snack on
1: as uh just by themselves sure. honestly i i put these on a dip
0: oh okay like like you think these would be like a good crumble up and put on your sandwich kind of thing i've had chips on p- sandwiches before I'd, d- I'd do it nice yeah I'm i'm a big chips on sandwich guy so
1: yeah i'll be honest I'd be more down for these if they labeled them as Tostitos with pickle. Hmm. Interesting. Not that Tostitos are that far off from the Dorito.
0: Yeah, they're pretty similar. I
1: mean, same company. Very similar product, just once covered in cheese or Cool
0: Ranch. Yeah. So, what do you think your overall rating is? You know...
1: In regards to potential for dipping, honestly, I'd give them an 8. 8 or a
0: 9 out of 10. Okay.
1: Probably like an 8.9 or... Yeah, 8.9. Nice. Wow, that's pretty good. Pretty high potential. Yeah. For a snacking chip, I'd probably say like 7 or an 8. Just because it has a very strong initial hit, but it doesn't... It leaves, like, no flavor in your mouth the second the pickle melts off the chip. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, it's very much flavored, not, like, the actual identity of the chip.
1: Yeah, like, the chip itself has very little flavor. All your flavor's from the seasoning. Sure. Unlike normal Doritos, which I swear they add a little something to the flour.
0: (laughs) They gotta. I love Doritos so much. I think they
1: add a little cheese to the flour. Hmm. I might be wrong, but
0: well, Connor, thanks for sharing your tangy pickled Dorito impressions with us. I love when you bring something new to the table. Oh my gosh, I just came up with the um, with the the name of the segment. Well, it's got to be phrased and slim, trimmed down. But like, what what's Connor bringing to the table? Something like that. But a lot shorter, obviously. Store to table. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. If you're if you're cool with it, how about beard to table? Oh, that works. All right. Cool. Well, you'll see that in the episode description, maybe. Hold on. Let me write that down. So there there's been a show that Kristen and I have started, but we're not all the way caught up. And it's an anthology show every episode is different different story different plot lines but it all stems from the marvel universe and the big question this show asks is what if what if this happened what if who knows there's so much going on in the universe all the multiverses that sometimes it's just important to ask what if and the latest episode is all about marvel zombies i'm excited to watch this one we haven't yet we've only watched the first two so far i think this is episode five that sounds right i think it's five yeah but you have watched it and i, I want to know what your impressions are through our very next rapid fire Rapid, rapid fire. fire. okay you ready for the questions connor sure connor are there zombies in this there's a lot of zombies in that okay are there are your favorite marvel characters dead and or zombies i guess yes yes uh do they explain why there are zombies
1: very super briefly
0: is it a good reason
1: I mean for the sake of having a 30 minute long episode, yes. Okay. Because you'd have to go into super detail
0: otherwise. I'm sure. Are there villains in this? Um like villain characters, obviously the zombies would be antagonists. There is one. Okay. At the very end. Ooh. Do the zombies show emotion or are they just like brainless? um i don't remember seeing any okay
1: level of emotion from them it was largely
0: (laughs) (laughs) um do the zombies who are superheroes use their powers yes oh that's really cool are there characters we know who aren't infected yes any superheroes or just like marvel characters both oh okay uh do they win i guess that's a spoiler yeah um it's
1: complicated okay i feel like i would be giving a spoiler any way i answered this
0: question no that's fine it's more ambiguous okay um is does this all take place on earth technically no technically there are shots
1: that are off planet but they are super brief okay mostly setting up the episode because i won't i'm not really spoiling anything because it takes place in the first minute sure the episode opens with infinity wars opening
0: oh that's pretty cool okay um hmm are there are most of the i guess to build off of that question are most of the characters based on earth like earth's mightiest hero avengers or are there like a ton of others like the guardians and stuff like that no guardians 100 percent earth oh cool so this is like not a galaxy-wide um zombie infection like it's grounded on earth okay yeah unlike the comics interesting that's pretty cool i like that's a unique um perspective on it uh do can the zombies be killed yes okay and do any of the non-infected die yes okay is this is this like a goofy episode or a sad one or well
1: i think the concept of zombies in itself to some degree is goofy yeah but it definitely plays off of the emotion and connection between the characters
0: okay hmm um is this one of your favorite what if episodes so far um my favorite one
1: is to if to were star lord that one was really
0: good oh man um
1: probably my least favorite one was nick fury's big week okay and that's only because that episode needed at least an hour yeah massive pacing issues
0: yeah that's the next one we'll be watching hmm um are there any characters like superheroes in this that have yet to be in a marvel movie like the mcu no okay so they're all like they've all previously been seen okay are there any like wacky side characters you weren't expecting to see involved in the spotlight yes yeah (laughs) one of my favorite side characters oh that's great was it howard the duck did he make his way back No. dang i i was surprised with how much he was in the t'challa episode (laughs) the
1: t'challa episode's awesome that's the
0: only one i've rewatched it's so good (laughs) um I guess. Well, to wrap this up, would this be an episode you'd rewatch in the future? I'll probably rewatch the
1: whole series in the future. Sure. It's just I felt the need to rewatch the T'Challa
0: one. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Marvel Zombies base like in the series of Marvel What Ifs. I'm definitely gonna watch this. Hopefully this weekend we'll get it done. We'll get it done. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Well. While we're on the basis of shows, we're going to move away from Disney Plus and go into Netflix by covering our next rankings. <laughs> and this week, Connor, we're going to be ranking our top 10 Netflix. What What's the term for them? Original series. Thank you. Netflix original series. And I think you had added a caveat of if they produce the show from out from another country. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I have any on that list, but I'm perfectly okay with those being on the list. So let's get into it. Um, I think I think you went first last time, right? I think I did. Yeah. Okay, I'll go first this time. I'll get it started. So. I have some honorable mentions, I'll run through those real quick without explaining why, just wanted to give them props, and then I'll actually explain my top 10. So for my honorable, honorable mentions I have The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Orange is the New Black, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Big Mouth, Designated Survivor, Sugar Rush, and A Series of Unfortunate Events. Alright, now here's the good stuff. I'm getting to my top 10 Netflix original series. Number 10. The Santa Clarita Diet. Man, this show is pretty funny. It's very goofy. It's about a family where the wife died and became a zombie. was infected. And uh, they try to figure out how to have her live a normal life in like modern society and go through with everything while keeping it Quiet that she's a zombie. It's pretty goofy. It's it's a funny show, and the only reason it's this far down the list is it got canceled on a cliffhanger. (laughs) It's torture, but that's the game we play when we we binge a show before it's finished. Number nine. This one is kind of a cheat. I put the whole uh, Marvel Netflix uh, saga on here. But specifically, if I were to shout one out, I would do Daredevil. I love these shows. They have so many flaws to them, but they also have so many highs. Um, Daredevil in particular, I just thought overall the quality was pretty steady. They, they, The Marvel shows on Netflix tend to have this thing where they're great for the first half and then just kind of forget that they're a TV show by the time they have to hit the second half of the season but the daredevil series is really cool i like what they do with it and yeah so that's my number nine number eight i'm going to have f is for family this is a great animated show it's it's loud i wouldn't watch a show if you don't like screaming (laughs) it's just it's another family animated like sitcom basically uh the way i would uh describe this is if king of the hill was vulgar uh and it was a period piece because it takes place gosh in the 70s thank you thank you it's like i knew it was either the 60s or the 70s but i love that show i think it's great keeping on the animated train my number seven is going to be bojack horseman man if you ever want to get in your feels and be all depressed for however long it takes to binge this show. This is a great one to do it with. Man, this show is very emotional, very like, thought-provoking, but also its basic premise is just ridiculous. It's a washed-out um, TV star named BoJack Horseman who lives in this world where uh, that is coexisted by, animate, like, by sentient animals and humans alike and just getting by uh it's really bizarre but i don't know i love it number six is going to be mind hunter now this is the story of how the behavioral science unit uh formed uh in the united states and the the coining of the term serial killer The show is really cool uh they go into the minds of serial killers it's a it's a drama it's not um a documentary and uh, they interview serial killers trying to get in their heads and figure out what makes them tick while also using that information to help build research and and data on how to approach these situations going forward in the future. The second season especially is really cool. It focuses a lot on the Atlanta monster, which was like the serial killer um, who preyed on children in Atlanta um, – back in gosh i'm really bad with my decades now i think this was in the 60s i could be completely wrong it's probably later no it's later but whatever anyway that was really cool that show is very dark that one is the first one that doesn't really have any lightness to it on this list uh number five is going to be stranger things i mean besides orange is the new black i feel like this was a lot of people's first netflix original series that they watch if they have watched it and if you just wanted to see what the vibes of et would be like for a whole television run this is it i don't know it's it's so good the child actors are amazing and they're all their careers have started to take off since doing this show and it's still going on i'm excited to see where it goes but through three seasons, it is on fire. Number four, uh, I have Ozark. This show feels like Breaking Bad if it was less creative and darker. Uh, it stars Jason Bateman, uh, being his classic Jason Bateman self. He's not necessarily being comedic, but his character is very similar and vibes to a lot of other ones he's played this show is really good, man. It's so dark and menacing. Uh, It's about money laundering for a drug cartel and just seeing how far that takes this family. And uh, just a very minor spoiler that sets this show apart from a lot of others like it. The big twist is the family knows about it. He's not in on it by himself, at least past the first episode. And... Yeah, again, this is another show that's not done yet. They have one final season coming out, but it's going to be a two-parter, and I want to see where it goes from there. Number three, minus uh, today's context, I would put House of Cards. Uh, Despite Kevin Spacey being kind of an awful monster, I mean, most of the show, well, all of the show that he was a part of that um, happened before those allegations and further reports came out. But man, he is amazing in the show. His acting is great. Uh, this is a great like political drama thriller, I guess. And um, it didn't end on the strongest point. They really did have to kind of shoehorn that last season together knowing he wasn't going to be a part of it. But it ended better than I expected that it could have with all of that context in mind. Number two is going to be The Queen's Gambit. Now, this is the only short-form series I put on this list. Uh, it's only, I think, six episodes long. And this show's incredible. If you haven't given it a watch, I mean, it's less it's less than 10 hours long total. It's worth just taking a look at. It's really, really good acting. The story is very interesting. I never thought I would care about anything related to chess, and yet they made a whole series about it that kept me entertain the whole time and then my number one uh is going to be the haunting of series now the the only reason i phrase it like that is it's an anthology series that doesn't quite have a name but the the uh season title format is the haunting of hill house and the haunting of bly manor these shows are some of the scary well the first season the haunting of hill house especially some of the scariest stuff i've ever seen uh movies or tv shows alike and the acting in it is just incredible and these shows are surprisingly sad and like heart-wrenching and not just completely scary um if if you're willing to watch something scary or even if you have to like close your eyes or like hide from the screen when something bad happens if you're willing to put up with that i would absolutely recommend this to anyone who who can stomach it (laughs) That's my list, man. That's my Netflix list. I had a lot of fun making this. Connor, I'm excited to hear yours. What do you got for me? Well, Morgan, you, my friend, brought a lot of
1: interesting shows to the table, including ones I completely forgot existed. For example, I completely forgot the Marvel shows existed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people do.
1: (laughs) So... I'm going to start off my number 10 with, honestly, it's an honorable mention, because I've never seen it, but I've heard incredible things about it from the people who've seen it, and that is Orange is the New Black. Yes. Can't really comment on it, because I've never seen the show, but I've heard good things. Number 9 is a show that I know a lot of people don't really like, but, and I know it had a very disappointing ending because it kind of just got canceled before they finished it but i thought the show was pretty cool that's marco polo
0: oh you know i haven't seen that one i heard a lot of interesting things about it though
1: yeah you know cinematography wise i thought it was awesome and you know that was i think the very first thing i ever saw benedict wong in and i thought he did a great job as his character and you know what now he gets to play wong in the mcu so it worked out next i have uh it's the chilling adventures of sabrina right yes sir okay because i just wrote sabrina
0: oh yeah i mean i almost Um, wrote sabrina the teenage witch and i'm like wait a second
1: that's on hulu (laughs) so anyway i put that here just because i've only seen the first season so far I watched it when it first came out and I still haven't gotten around to watching the new episodes or seasons yet,
0: the but first, I am pretty hyped. Yeah. The first few are really good. And then it gets dramatically worse by the end, but it's worth it. The story is still pretty fun. And like the character roles shift a lot throughout the whole thing. Hmm. Well,
1: my next one is interesting. Cause it's a show that had three seasons And it got canceled after the second season, and Netflix revived it for one last season. And that it's also interesting, too, because it's the only show I'm aware of that Netflix made at least one season of, and it no longer is on Netflix. And that is the—you know, I'm going to quickly Google, since I have my laptop up out and doing this, the actual full name of the show. Sure. Because it does have a special subheading. Uh, Borgia Faith and Fear Oh That is a show that It was a European show It's a French, German, Czech And Italian Joint effort And It's about the Borgia family On their rise to power In the 1480s And early 1500s Oh and I thought it was an awesome show. I really liked it. There is another Borgia show that came out right at the same time with Jeremy Irons playing Alexander the Sixth. Hmm. Or was it the seventh? Either way, Jeremy Irons is playing Rodrigo Borgia. And, eh, I didn't really care for that adaptation. I really like this one. And I I wish they kept going with it, honestly. I feel like they could, the way they ended Season 3... They totally could have made a season four. Hmm. And I really liked the show. If it ever hops up back on Netflix, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Really good show. And another fun story I have with the show is when the third season dropped on Netflix, I got really excited. And I tweeted about it and the head writer for the show retweeted it.
0: Oh, that's really cool.
1: Yeah. So next is Black Mirror.
0: Nice. I, I should have had that on my honorable mentions.
1: I haven't seen the full show. I've only seen a couple episodes that my friends have shown me, and they curated what they showed me. So they
0: That's went fair.
1: through and they picked the good ones. So I only saw a couple of episodes. But, you know, from what I've seen, I'm very impressed by the show. I eventually will go through and watch the whole thing. But I thought it was a cool show. Next is disenchantment
0: oh yes
1: which that is a matt Groening show for those who do not know matt Groening is the person who created the simpsons and futurama futurama being one of my favorite tv shows of all time so there was a lot of hype for this new show for me it kind of falls a little flat it doesn't live up to its full potential in my personal opinion but i still enjoy the show yeah next is f is for family a show which you mentioned as well
0: yeah so good
1: i am upset that they're canceling it
0: they're canceling it
1: yeah they're canceling it at the end of this season okay they're at least showing airing one more season first yeah they're airing one more season okay i was so upset at the end of the last season yeah because it ended so abruptly
0: yep Yeah, I was binging it, and then it just ended.
1: Yeah. I binged it last summer while I was doing my internship. While I was doing my data collection and stuff, I would be watching that on my second screen. Nice. (laughs) And that was such a good show. I binge-watched the whole thing. Like, if I ever get in trouble and drive off, I'm totally going to stick my head out the window and scream, My name's Jimmy (laughs) Fitzsimmons! So next is big mouth yeah a show i noticed you only gave an honorable mention to
0: i just i didn't want three shows with very similar vibes on the list
1: you know what that's fair but you slapped over uh, big mouth and that's no cool dude hey
0: hey, hey. yeah no it is really good though <laughs> so yeah
1: i love big mouth really fun show that guy's my favorite. I can't remember his name off the
0: top of my head. Coach Steve. Oh, no. You're talking about the... Well, the oh, I love hormone Coach Steve. Monster.
1: The horm- his hormone monster. Yes.
0: The old one. They're right voiced by the something. same person. I just yeah. don't remember his... Yeah. his character's name.
1: Coach Steve has uh, ruined Sweet Caroline for me. <laughs> As I've told Morgan before. Because every time he says touching warm, all I can see is Coach Steve just... Touch it warm. (laughs) That one joke. So. What am I on? Oh, number two. So I actually did research for this top 10. I wasn't sure where I was going to put this show. I knew this show had to end up on my top 10 list, but I hadn't seen the show yet. And so I've sat down and I've watched all but the last episode of this show's First season, which the second season is dropping in December, and that is The Witcher.
0: Hmm. See, I haven't ha- I haven't seen it yet. I heard a lot of mixed things about it. You really liked it, though.
1: I thought it was really good. I've actually read the first two books, which this show is largely borrowing from. I've played the video games, so I clearly like the series, and I really like where the TV show's going. My only complaint about the TV show is it's not told in a linear fashion. Mm -hmm. So the B plot takes place like a decade apart from the A plot of most episodes. Oh, And it's very jarring because sometimes the A plot and the B plot are strongly connected and they're taking place, you know, in the same hour long episode. But because they're 10 hours apart, sorry, 10 years apart. And you've already seen things that impacted the B-plot three episodes earlier impacting those characters that are now in the A-plot even though they, you know, say died four episodes earlier is very weird. Yeah. I definitely would have preferred it if the show was told in chronological order instead of half the show being flashback and half the show being real-time. But whatever. Now, my number one, BoJack.
0: Yes, BoJack. BoJack Horseman.
1: That's my number one. Morgan pretty much laid it all out on the table. It is a show that will make you feel like garbage. Yep, absolutely. Even though you do nothing, you did nothing wrong, and this show makes you feel bad. Because that's just how BoJack go.
0: I think, so. I think the worst part, which is also the best part, is it cycles through those emotions every single season. Yep. You get those highs. You're like, oh, everything's good now. And then it's like, no, why would you ever think that? <laughs> yeah.
1: And the crazy thing is, too, the last season, had, they had to do every single thing they wanted Bojack to do because they canceled the show. Yep. Netflix ended it like three seasons earlier than the creators wanted them to. So the creators had to pretty much rush through the last season.
0: And even with that being said, it was still really good.
1: Yeah. The way it worked out, honestly, it hit the nail on the head with what they wanted to do. Yeah. So got to give them props. They came out with a great
0: show. For sure. I really liked our lists, man. I'll say there's one other, there's one show that I've been meaning to watch that I guess I'll just put on my honorable mentions to shout it out, uh, would be the Umbrella Academy. I've heard such good things about it, just have yet to get to it. Yeah, so that is our Netflix rankings. Moving on. Connor, I believe you had something for me. Some would say it would be part of our next segment, which is Half Baked.
1: Come on, hurry up. It's taking forever. Ooh, I know. finally
0: i do i do have something for you what do you have for me so
1: morgan i was in a grocery store yesterday stocking shelves
0: oh my gosh that's so weird that's not even your job
1: (laughs) right so as i was redoing the natural tea section Mm. of the store one thing I noticed is a bunch of these T's have really weird names. Yes. Names that if you just told me them, I would question whether or not they were real. So, dear Morgan, I have a list of T's. Some of them are real. Okay. Some of them are fake. <laughs> I'm going to read the name off and you're going to tell me whether it's a real or fake name.
0: All right. I am excited for this one. But there's also going to be a slight twist to this. Just because
1: I'm doing things just a little bit differently today. Wow. But you'll find that out when you start answering. Okay. So, Morgan. Your very first T-name. Gypsy Cold Remedy.
0: I'm going to say this is real. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i love the sound bites <laughs> so next
1: up dandelion chai with probiotics
0: hmm. i'm gonna say this is fake this is not real oh. i i was just hoping that the like with probiotics was just a fake bonus on it instead of just in the description but
1: no because pasteurization exists you have to boil tea when you think that kill the bacteria
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so next gunpowder green gunpowder green i think this is real this is probably like some energy drink tea mix <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you got
1: it next is mother's milk
0: Ooh, man i would think this is fake because it's so cringy but i'm gonna say real because of the same reason
1: <laughs> matcha toasted rice
0: Matcha toasted rice. I'm uh, going to go fake. No. 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 <laughs> you are, not. are these all going to be real?
1: <laughs> that one was real.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Are they all real? I don't know. Hmm. Your very last one. Oh, okay.
1: Is roasted brandy.
0: Roasted brandy. I mean, I I'm going against my instinct. I'm gonna say that's real. Oh, no. <laughs> so how did I do? What was that? I got four, three or four wrong, right? I didn't count. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm happy with my. I'm happy with it. That was fun. I like that one. Yeah. I you, I have I have a cringy. There's a Snapple flavor that I love uh that has a really cringy title to it it's uh it takes two to mango tea i've seen that one yeah uh tastes great the name is something else though
1: my favorite's the raspberry
0: Mm. Kristen loves the peach one peach is good too yeah i'll have to try the raspberry but
1: i'm shocked you haven't that was a childhood staple of mine
0: Mm. i don't i wasn't big in the snapple as a kid
1: i hate that they changed the bottle from glass to plastic
0: me too um so i really hated the the first plastic bottles they made the ones that like looked identical to the uh, glass ones Mm -hmm. for some reason i felt like they changed some of the mix so i love the mango one but that when they had the mango one in that bottle i couldn't stand it but now that they've finally like made like a normal plastic bottle like i don't know if you've seen the other shape for it yeah i have the 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 drink tastes the same now as it used to so i don't know if there was actually anything different or if it was just me being whiny but i like it again
1: well i don't even care about the flavor what upsets me is glass is a lot more recyclable than plastic
0: yeah it's more environmentally friendly yeah. Yeah, are you ready to move on to our desserts? 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 Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Well, I'll go first this week because I want you to wrap it all up for us this week, Connor. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I have a story for you. Happened last week or so. Woman charged with traveling to Hawaii with fake Moderna vaccine card. Have you heard this story when it made the rounds? No. So this this woman, uh, Chloe Mrazak, who's 24 years old, uh, allegedly she, she wanted to go to Hawaii on a trip. And Hawaii has due to covid regulations and restrictions they have a 10-day quarantine mandate for unvaccinated visitors at the moment and you know she was she was trying to party just trying to get there not like worry about doing the that quarantine so she uh actually um made a fake one and the reason why she got caught, I'm sure it didn't look quite real. I think I've actually seen a picture of it, and it wasn't, like, great. But the main reason is she spelt Moderna wrong. Ooh. And it she spelt it Maderna, like, with an A instead of an O. And that was the big one.
1: Geez, I mean, if you're making a fake legal document, that's like making a fake 20- in writing untied states of america
0: yeah <laughs> the um the especial the especially bad part about it was that you know they're not checking uh in the continental u.s they're not checking vaccine cards right now you know because they don't seem to care whatever but so she actually got on her flight and landed in hawaii and that's when they saw her fake document
1: i mean If you are a person that's checking those cards for every single person coming in, you know, you see hundreds of them a day. If you see a fake one, I think it's going to stick out like a sore thumb to you.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Kind of like how I think it's idiotic if you, say, need a seven-page paper to turn in and you up the size to times roman 13 and triple size the spacing like do you really think the person who's read five papers before yours that are 12 and double spaced is gonna not notice that
0: yeah and the the other thing too folks it's hard to you might think it's easy to make a fraudulent one they have records too you know there's like a database (laughs) Uh, as much as you'd like to believe there isn't one apparently that's that's what happened you know they looked her up her records and there was no record of her being vaccinated um but due to the initial suspicions um let's see um due to the initial suspicions she like she got out of the airport because they didn't like charge her then but she couldn't find a reservation at a hotel and they couldn't find her right away. But she got caught because there was a special agent who actually looked up her name and tracked her down on social media and like saw some of her, um, her viewpoints online and also some distinguishing factors about her. So they actually arrested her when she was trying to come home from Hawaii. So she actually stayed the whole trip and got, got everything done. Which, good for her. I mean, not good for her, because this was a really dumb plan. But the fact that she made managed to have the whole trip <laughs> before getting arrested is wild. The, the funniest aspect about this story, Connor, is she wasn't alone. She was arrested uh, after she had claimed an officer... Uh, not an officer. She claimed that her own doctor... Uh, paid, uh, paid for the shot, which it's free and, um, got vaccinated and everything and wrote the card, but she was traveling with another woman who wasn't arrested. So that implies that the other woman was fully vaccinated. (laughs) And I just can't imagine how awkward that like interaction must've been. You know, do you think she knew that she was trying to pull all this off? Or was she just as completely blindsided as the officers were?
1: That's a good question. It depends on how talkative the woman who forged the document is.
0: Yeah. You know, I I hate to be stereotypical, but I'm assuming she was fairly talkative. I mean,
1: I'll give her the benefit of it out. Maybe she was being secretive about it.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah, so that folks, that's my advice for the week. Don't fake your vaccine card. How about this? Just get vaccinated. That's, that's my hot take on that. Connor, what's your news story of the week? Dear Madam, I just want to quickly say this.
1: You suck, you jackass. <laughs> so, my story is one that came to my attention recently, and it's just that one man is on a journey to document the strangest McDonald's in the world so a man named max krieger pretty much all he does other than you know his day job is he just tries to find the craziest and wackiest mcdonald's out there because you know mcdonald's are all over the place sometimes they build their own restaurants and sometimes they move into existing buildings and so that's how you sometimes get really weird mcdonald's for example there's one in poland that is in a gothic cellar there's one that is in a fry-and-shake monstrosity in Las Vegas. There wasn't pictures of that, so I don't exactly know what that monstrosity looks like. But there also is a UFO-shaped one somewhere. It's in a giant... Oh, it was in a giant Um, UFO-shaped building. That's so, really cool. Yeah. It was demolished in 2008.
0: Where... Was there any special themes inside the building, like, to reflect that?
1: Um, I'm looking at pictures of it, and it doesn't look... It, I mean, it clearly does look like you are inside of a flying saucer. Like, obviously not, like, a sci-fi show-esque thing, but, say, a 50s theme diner. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, pretty cool.
1: I just thought it was a cool story I'd share.
0: Yeah. No, I like that. I I'd like to do one of those types of quests one day. You know, that would be a great summer road trip with a buddy.
1: Well, I remember we were planning on doing a road trip to the only McDonald's in on the planet that still serves pizza. Yes. And then they got rid of it like 2 weeks or we found out they were getting rid of it like 2 weeks before we were planning on going.
0: They just didn't want us to make the drive. <laughs>
1: They really have it.
0: They actually have it this whole time. They just were like, we don't want these guys over here. McDonald's
1: corporate didn't want anyone, other restaurants having pizza. And somehow that one restaurant that's nonstop had pizza since the 50s got to keep it.
0: (laughs) And so. (laughs) I have one last thing real quick. Uh, I have one more for dessert. This is a super quick one. I'm literally doom scrolling on twitter and i found this the new nba 2k22 just came out this week connor and there's a mode in it called my player where you can create your own player um do all sorts of things like make your contracts sign with teams you could there's like this whole like cityscape where you do a bunch of things in but there's a clip trending on twitter of when you get your insurance you can get car insurance from jake from state farm and he's in the game what like he's mo-capped and everything uh it's it's horrible but (laughs) that's all i have connor wrap us up what's our what's our takeaway from today you know you can be a lot of things in life but you could also
1: be like kim jong-un who has recently stolen people's hearts with his new thinner personality and appearance?
0: <laughs> that is very true.
1: I I'm looking at pictures of him right now on Twitter.
0: the The article is praising his um, his new looker, so bizarre. And don't forget to drink your water, kids. Waves.